Blog Talk Radio. And good afternoon, and welcome to this first edition of the Legacy Wrestling Podcast. My name is Everett, and I am one of the hosts. I'm waiting on the others to come on in and um, give me just a minute. I'm waiting on Eli and Sarah to come in. So this may be kind of an abbreviated podcast today, and uh, but we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Uh, the Legacy Wrestling Podcast is a new podcast focusing on professional wrestling. As I said, my name is Everett. I am one of the hosts here. Real quick, want to let you know about our Facebook and Twitter accounts. We are located at facebook.com slash legacywrestlingpod. You can find us at Twitter at Legacy underscore pod. We also have a Patreon. You can find us there at Legacy Wrestling Pod. So once again, my name is Everett, and uh, let me tell you just a little bit about the Legacy Wrestling Podcast. And what it is is I'm an old-school wrestling fan, going back to the Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling days. And Eli, are you with me now? Yes, we I am. How's up, brother? Yeah, not much. This is Eli, and as he said, he is my brother, and he's joined with our other co-host, Sarah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys? I grew up watching wrestling with my older brother, Everett, and uh, fell in love with the Attitude Era, and absolutely just was just loved it and wanted to try and do as many moonsaults and as I could and usually practiced on my brother and uh, usually didn't end up too well for us or furniture in the house. But, you know, that's just kind of why I grew up. Got away from it for a while and came back to it and uh, always had a love for it and a passion for it. Sarah, what about you? I'm new at this. I actually never liked wrestling, even when I dated Eli. Like, he started watching it. I was like, why are we watching this? Like, seriously. I don't know when I started getting into it. With Sasha and yeah, Charlotte's Yeah, with Sasha Steve. and Charlotte's Steve, Then I started getting into it, and then I started knowing a lot more wrestlers, and I just started loving it. So, yeah. And that's kind of why we I decided to call it the Legacy Wrestling Podcast, because we represent three different eras, three different legacies of wrestling. You said the rock and wrestling with me going back to Hulk Hogan. The Attitude Era, going back to Eli or Eli with uh, uh, Stone Cold and uh, The Rock, and then this new I pick off the Reality Era of wrestling with uh, like Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, um, some of the you know Roman, those kind of guys. So while um, one of the things I wanted to do with this podcast is kind of you know that was our opening bell. So the next one will be the one count. And this is one WWE news item of the week that I think is significant. Now, in our show notes, I uh, read about AJ Styles, but Alberto Del Rio, a.k.a. Alberto Patron, kind of went crazy on Instagram yesterday. So which would you guys rather talk about, um, Alberto Del Rio or AJ Styles? Uh, I think we should talk about AJ Styles. Alberto Del Rio, he's just doing anything he can to kind of put WWE in blast. And I think kind of self-promote himself ever since he's got the championship. So I think AJ Styles is a little bit more of a big news item because Del Rio has kind of been doing this for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And this is 
if I can tell, this is the first time the U.S. Championship has been um, won at a house show since uh, the WCW days when Terry Funk beat Lance Storm at a house show in San Antonio, Texas. And that was like in 2000. And WCW didn't even recognize that title win. Um, WWE does when they purchased it, they, they recognized the win. So for those of you that don't know, um, AJ Styles won the United States Championship from uh, Kevin Owens, who's my favorite current wrestler, <laughs> at a house show at Madison Square Garden. And Madison Square Garden is kind of a, it's a big deal in WWE circles. Um, it's kind of their home stadium. So that is a big win for AJ Styles. And I believe this is his first U.S. championship title. And uh, his third championship, I believe, in WWE. He held the, the tag titles in Jericho and uh, then the um, heavyweight championship. He hasn't won the IC. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So this is his third championship. He's two away from a Grand Slam championship. There's uh, only been a handful of those in uh, WWE history. So what do you guys think about this? Is this what do you think of AJ winning here? Um, I'm actually kind of happy for it because I like AJ Styles. I hate Kevin Owens. I hate him. I hate him. I don't like him. <laughs> He's annoying, and I don't really think personally he's a good wrestler. So I was really hoping for AJ Styles to win to shut Kevin Owens up because he just thinks he's all that, and I'm just like, no, you suck. I hate you. Like, there just needs to be a new, like, champion. Like, he's not the face of America. Like, then we'd all be screwed if he was. But that's just – I just don't like him, and I'm really glad AJ Styles won. I'm just really surprised they, like – didn't do it on, like, a Tuesday where SmackDown was showing, like, it's because it's a championship belt, so I really thought that they would show it on Tuesdays when it airs, not, like, on a regular, like, week when they wrestle. So, yeah, I'm really happy for AJ's win. Well, do you guys know when the last time a um, championship belt was won at a house show? I have no idea. I don't know. It was the last two, in fact, were both the NXT championship belts. Um, Finn Balor lost to Samoa Joe at a house show in April of 2016 um, in Lowell, Massachusetts, just before I went and saw NXT in Salina. And then the last one was um, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Samoa Joe in Osaka, Japan in December of 2016. So it's it's rare, but it's not unheard of. Sorry, Eli, you were saying, what do you think is the win? I think it's kind of a big deal of the WWE booking of giving AJ Styles the win, considering where it's at. Madison Square Garden, as we all know, is a big – it's like the world's most famous arena, which is what they claim to be anyways. But at the same time, like, that's a big place for WWE history. You know, that's where we've seen yeah. Goldberg and Lesnar fight. You know, there's so many iconic matches at Madison Square Garden. I think this kind of just validates the trust they have in AJ Styles and uh, let it give the fans what they want at Madison Square Garden. And kind of it gives it, like, for us an opportunity because we're going to go see uh, WWE Live House Show here in Fayetteville in a couple of weeks. It kind of makes it a little bit more exciting because, you know, they don't, you don't know when they could ever change a title rather than just exactly. the same thing over. So I think it's I mean, smart was... by WWE. 
And I think AJ definitely deserves it. That was one of the reasons that, um, besides wanting to see NXT, I was like, holy crap, they they won. Uh, they changed hands a belt at NXT. It could happen in Salina. I mean, it happened in little old Massachusetts. It could happen anywhere. So, exactly. yeah, that's kind of, that's very cool. All right, for our two count, I thought we'd talk about, I think the two count should always be our Mount Rushmore. And since there's four faces on Mount Rushmore, I want you to pick out your top four favorite wrestlers of all time. They don't have to be the most influential. They don't have to be the best, just the four that spoke to you. And um, like I said, we're going to have three different eras here, one very new, one going back to the Attitude Era, and one very old. So we're probably going to have four different um, names. (laughs) So I'll go ahead and start. I'll start with my four in no particular order. would be Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, the Macho Man Randy Savage, and this last one, I originally put down Mick Foley. I got thinking about it, and this guy was probably my favorite wrestler when I was a kid growing up. And I don't know if even Eli, you've ever heard of this guy. His name is Junkyard Dog, J-Y-D. He was a uh, big African-American gentleman who was not that good in the ring, but had a lot of charisma. He had that it factor that they always talk about. And so he was the guy that I loved to watch wrestle. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Who would be your four favorite wrestlers of all time? You're putting together your Mount Rushmore, your four favorites. Uh, Okay. So if you had asked me this question when I first watched WWE, um, you would have uh, a lot different names than what I would have now, which would include Scotty Fuhati. But um, (laughs) now that I have grown grown and and appreciate it, I mean, the worm's still my favorite finishing move ever, maybe. I mean, besides the phenomenal <laughs> forearm, but anyway, that's beside the point. Scott um, Taylor I, is a great talent. He's a firefighter now. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. I did. I follow him on yeah. Instagram and Twitter. I love that guy. And I'm like, yeah, Scotty, too hot, eh? Like, do a worm on his <laughs> birthday, you know? Like, it's, it's, it's iconic. Like, um, But as I rode and watched up, I think my top four uh, wrestlers I love to watch then and now, uh, one would have to be The Rock. I mean, he was so big in the Attitude Era, such a big thing in his Absolutely, yeah. skills. You know, he's he's one of the best. I mean, how many WWE superstars can say that they are, uh, you know, uh, that big of a star except maybe John Cena, but I have yet to see John Cena in a Disney movie, so the Rock kind of, Rock, rock wins. Um, That's um, true. I'll also have to go with, since you said no tag teams, since we'll do that at a different time, Jeff Hart. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do our I, favorite tag teams. Right. I'll I'll go with Jeff Hardy because he was the daredevil. He was a risk taker. He's the reason why I wanted to do a front flip off a ladder on, you know, onto people from couches, you know, <laughs> uh, he's got to be up there because he's just so, and, you know, he's a uh, three time, two time, three time. Two or three time. World I, mean, I think three time. Yeah. I mean, three time. And, you know, one of my favorite matches is against another guy that I can put up there. And this might surprise you a little bit, Everett. It's going to be edge. Doesn't like, surprise me. Of, of how Edge's character went from, you know, um, the kind of goofy that he had with Christian to the, being the R-rated superstar. He's really great. And, I, and you know, unfortunately injuries hit, uh, kind of hindered his uh, career. And then I think mm-hmm. my last one is going to have to be 
Oh, man, there's so many good ones. There's so many wrestlers that I like now. But, I mean, if I have to go for the ones that I think that I could watch at any time, any day, I think the other person is going to have to probably be mm, this hard. I'm going to go with Triple H. Interesting choices. Very solid, though. Very solid. I, I you and, know, those are just guys that every time they step in the ring, you know you're going to get a good show. Yeah. Yeah, you, I've never seen Triple H phone it in. I mean, the man tore his quad in a tag team match with, uh, he was tagging with Austin against Jericho and Benoit, two of the toughest guys in the business. He tore his quad getting into the ring and continued the match. <laughs> right. Right. Well, so, same thing with The Rock or, or having a torn oblique and WrestleMania against John Cena yeah. and wrestling for another 15 minutes with that. You know, Hardy is uh, pretty old and still doing Whisper in the Wind and Swantons are on top of ladders. You know, these are guys that are yeah. amazing. And I think if I had to give, like, runner-up, it would have been blatant great Eddie Guerrero. Blatant great Eddie Guerrero. Awesome. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie would have been in my top five. Eddie was yeah. was very unique and very special. And what about you? Um, going into this, since I came in with the girls' raw, I only thought I'd have girls' shoes. But to be honest, I don't have one girl on here, and the rest are guys. I didn't think it was No, I actually watched the guys' too. But my first pick is Finn Balor and Sasha Banks, Cloud, and Matt Hardy. Those are all really good choices, too. Um, yeah. It does surprise me that you didn't have all women on there. I figured Sasha, uh, Charlotte, and Bailey would at least be three out of your four well, people. It was hard, but, like, I really like Sasha Banks. I really like her. And I honestly didn't, I don't know what I would think of the Hardys as last time as we were watching WrestleMania and Eli freaked out because they were going to be put into the tag, uh, the ladder match with the rest. And I was like, why are you freaking out? He's like, the Hardys, the Hardys. And I was like, I don't know who those are. I started watching and actually became to like them. And I'm really hoping, yeah, but I really don't know. Yeah. Okay, so we have about 15 minutes, 15 minutes left here, a little less, and we've got a pay-per-view today in a couple hours. And, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the worst name in history, Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> but, uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and take a look at... Uh, First of all, the championship matches. I, I originally in our notes had them in show, uh, predicted show order. But let's take a look first at the championship matches. Uh, we have a cruiserweight championship, Neville versus Akira Tozawa. Um, Let's just give our picks. I'm going to go with Neville here. Um, I think he's the strongest guy in the cruiserweight division right now, um, can talk, can wrestle, is legit, and former NXT champion. You like I'm going to go with Neville as well. I think it'll be a cheat way, kind of to extend, because then they want to give Tazawa a push. I think Neville retains here. I don't think they're going to take the belt off him just yet. And Sarah, who do you think? I don't know. I feel like Tazawa has a chance here. I mean, who did he wrestle that one time? Like, I, And I thought he Tazawa was going to lose. 
Mustafa Ali or Drew Gulak? One I don't of the know. Two. I'm not really – I don't really know anything about the Cruiserweights, but what I've seen, Neville is really good. I don't have a problem with Neville, but I feel like since he's had it so long, I feel like they could be ready for a new championship in the Cruiserweights, but that's just my opinion. They very could, well could. Um, we're coming up on about the year anniversary of the Cruiserweight Championship, and I think there's only been three or four champions. So it, they could be setting up for a, uh, a title change here. That's a very good point. All right, next championship match. Uh, let's go The Miz versus Dean Ambrose, IC Championship. Probably going to be, hopefully, the last match these two guys have for a while, as much <laughs> as I've enjoyed The Miz versus Dean Ambrose. You know, it's a feud that stretches clear back before the brand split when they were both on SmackDown or fighting over the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Eli, why don't you start us off here with your pick? I'm going to go Miz. Well, Miz Raj, I think they've got a good idea of going there with getting uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel involved. I think Miz retains. I think that kind of ends this whole feud with Dean Ambrose. And I think, uh, hopefully we can move on and he have a better opponent. I would be okay with Heath Slater at SummerSlam. He's Slater versus Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. I'd be okay with that. Um, but I think Miz holds on here and we move past this saga of Dean versus Miz. All right. Sarah, why don't you go ahead and give me your pick? Well, you both all know that I like my good guys, so I always stick with my good guys. I I don't know. I, I think Dean might get his Intercontinental uh, Championship back. I mean, you know, I don't really like the Miz. I think he's <laughs> cocky and arrogant, but you know, he doesn't have his characters on WWE. But I would see guys no matter what. You know, I mean, I agree with you. I think the Miz might keep it and end this feud, but I would think he'd be an ambush. All right, real quick, I'm gonna have to go to mute, um, but I'm gonna put in my pick for the Miz. I want you guys to start talking about the women's championship. Well, I mute myself here just real quick. So, women's uh, championship, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Sarah, go ahead and start this one since this is your wheelhouse. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. First off, I do not like Alexa Bliss. I do agree. She is a really good wrestler. But right now, I really think that Sasha deserves this. I really think she um, is probably one of the strongest and the most best uh, in the women's division of Raw. And I think she deserves to get this title again and, you know, and show what she's made of. Alexa Bliss was new, so, of course, they gave her held on to the championship for SmackDown. So... Since she's new and she's pretty strong too, but I feel like Sasha is probably one of the best and strongest in our women's division in Raw. So I really think she will win the title and become the new Raw Women's Championship. I'm going to kind of have to stick with Alexa just because they kind of like this whole cowardice angle. I think it might be a little soon to take the belt off her still at Raw Women's Championship. I still think we're going to have a multiple women. Um, thing at SummerSlam just through the Raw branch just because of what SmackDown did with Money in the Bank ladder match for the women. Um, there's rumors of a women's uh, Royal Rumble coming in January. That would be completely I think that 
but I think that absolutely, um, I think Alexa holds on here, whether it's really cheating, whether or not Jax comes in and messes up the whole thing. I think that Alexa is going to stay championship at least one more round. I don't know that she'll keep on to it, but I think for the storyline and for the big event, I think it's going to stay on Alexa, and I think Sasha's not done yet. I think Sasha show will get another chance and probably will be Raw Women's Champion once again. I don't know about that. Uh, like, if, if, Sasha, if Sasha does, does not win, it would be by either. I'm also going to go here with um, Alexa. Um, I think uh, it's just a, you know, it's rare for a champion to win um, or someone to win on their first match in a, in a feud, um, especially with a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam coming up. So that's going to be my guess there is um, Alexa with uh, the next match being at SummerSlam. Okay. Our next match, our next championship match, Rock Tag Team titles, uh, 30-man iron match, Hardy Boys, Versus Cesaro and um, um, Sheamus. Sheamus. I'm I'm gonna go here with um, Sheamus and Cesaro for the win on the 30 minute Iron Man match. Um, I think uh, the fist no fit or just fist no flips kind of attitude they've got going right now. It's gonna be a great match. Um, and it's going to come down. It's going to be a, a one pen apiece or a two pen apiece. Um, maybe you can go into overtime with a tie. But I'm going to go with uh, Seamus and Zazaro retained through some dirty tactics. Eli? I'm going to go Hardys just because I think that everyone's kind of tired of this. Again, I'm kind of thinking the team members and this is tired of it. The, uh, uh, the revivals back to full health. I think we need the revival versus the Hardy match. And I think the Hardy match is going to be the I think the Hardys will win because, like, they are really good at ladder matches and they've never lost a KCB match except for that one time. All right. Our final championship match, Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe, Joey Samoe. Um, Eli, who do you got here? As good as Samoa Joe is, Lesnar has been kind of tried as a victim. I think Lesnar comes out strong. They're, they're really not going to take the belt off of Lesnar. I can't imagine that. If it is, it'll be at SummerSlam, but it's not going to be the Joe. Sarah, who do you got here, Lesnar versus Joe? Uh, I'm going with Lesnar as well because, like I said, as good as Samoa is, Lesnar is probably better. I, you know, I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar too, even though I really want Samoa Joe to win. Um, if you guys ever want to see some fantastic matches, check out Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles from TNA Impact Wrestling from. 2009, 2010, something like that. They have like a five-year feud and some of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, Joe can go, um, but I think they're going to keep the belt on Lesnar just a little bit longer just to um, – they're building up for Roman Reigns to take the belt off Lesnar. I'm almost sure of it. So 
I think we're gonna we're not gonna see a title um, change, but I think we're gonna see. As uh, one writer I used to follow on the John Report said, a hot fight. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a mean fight tonight. A mean one. All right. In our non-championship matches, um, Enzo versus Big Cass. Sarah, who do you got here? Um. Well, I like both of them. I'm really sad that Cass went heel, but I kind of saw it coming and was just waiting for it. I feel like. Who do you have here? I'm going to take, take Cass. He's going to have a beat down. I love Uzo, but I think he's kind of at the end of his career. I think Cass is going to have a, a feud with either Angle, potentially, or Big Phil. Um, but I think Cass is going to win here. I'm going to go with um, Big Cass here as well. I think um, he's got more to lose with a loss than Enzo does. They can move Enzo down to 205 Live Cruiserweight Division and um, let him be a mouthpiece. They can move him to be a manager. Um, I do think it's probably a little too early for um, Enzo Cass to be at this stage. They only debuted about a year and a half ago. Um, so, but it is what it is. We're not the writers, so. <laughs> and interesting to note, they have more merchandise for sale, Enzo and Cassidy, than I think anybody else in WWE, with maybe the possible exception of John Cena. <laughs> so, I don't know why they decided to break them up when they are have the most merchandise on the shop zone and they're one of the top sellers. But they figured it was time, so it's time. Um, next grudge match here, we have um, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Who do you have here? I'm going to take Rollins. I think Bray's lost a lot of credibility since he lost the title. I know it's a long time, so I'm going to go with Rollins here. Sarah, who do you have here? Um, I'm also going to go with Seth, too. I think Seth is going to... Great wrestler. I just don't think Bray Wyatt has what it takes to be good. I'm going to go Bray Wyatt. Um, I think he has a lot more to gain by a win. Uh, a loss won't hurt Seth, but Bray loses so much, he can really benefit from a, a big win here. <laughs> so, But we'll see. It'll be an interesting match no matter what. Final um, grudge match. We have Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in an ambulance match. And we have 90 seconds left. Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, ambulance match. Real quick. I'm going to go uh, Roman. Eloy? I'm going to go uh, Braun. I'm going to go Roman. All right. All right. Well, like I said, we only have about 90 seconds here left on the show. I um, want to thank everybody for tuning in to this Zero episode, this first episode of the Legacy Wrestling Podcast. Once again, check out our Patreon, patreon.com, Legacy Wrestle Pod, Facebook page, facebook.com, Legacy Wrestling Pod, on Twitter at... Um, twitter.com or at legacy underscore pod and real quick I want to do a pop culture plug semi wrestling related that's how we're going to end every episode 
Uh, check out Glow on Netflix. Allison Bree, Betty Helton, uh, Gilton, excuse me, Mark Marin telling a fictionalized version of 1980s ladies wrestling. Um, I binged it twice last week, 10 episodes, 30 minutes long. Uh, can't find a better way to spend five hours of your day. So thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Legacy Wrestling Podcast here on blogtalkradio.com. Follow us online. Do you guys want to say goodbyes real quick? Have a good one, everyone. Bye. And have a great day. <laughs>